Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Habib and I have been talking. He was completely emotional that night. He might go for 30 and 0. I think that he's not going to retire. I think you know his dad wanted him to get the 30 and 0. I think he wants to honor his dad's wish. Trying to drink in this beard is tough. <laughs> soda, people, soda. <laughs> A little Diet Coke there. Spilling everything. Well, let's go and ask our MMA expert uh, Austin over here. You think Khabib's going to come back? I always think guys are coming back in that sport for some reason. That in boxing, yeah. yeah. That's Dana White, by the way. Says he will be back from CBS Sports Radio. Very nice courtesy. Like we care about that. <laughs> uh, Is that not something we do. Yeah. Care. Yeah. <laughs> care. I'm just trying to clean up my messes. Excuse over here. our nihilistic nature. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he'll go. I mean, I, I would probably think that way. I, I that would probably be the bet. Mm-hmm. But he feels like a different cat now. Yeah, like he's he, a different cat. He was so. never about the money or the fame. You know, so and I if, asked if you this question out, coming out of the weekend. You yeah, said no. Did. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he's coming back either. Um, I will say this though: if he does plan to come back for some reason, and, he, and he's trying to honor his dad's wish of being thirty and zero, I think he's in a he's in an advantageous spot where he can select whoever he wants to fight. And I don't think it'll be Connor. I don't think it'll be Dustin Poirier, whoever wins that fight, just because like, listen, Khabib is now to the point where if he comes back, you can pick who you want to pick. And I think the only fight that makes sense, if he was, once again, I don't think he's going to come back, but if he does intend to come back, you got to fight George St. Pierre. Mm. I, I think that that would be the draw. That would be the you know the, the money fight. With all due respect to Tony Ferguson, but let's be honest, Justin Gagey beat Tony Ferguson to get the opportunity to fight Khabib, right? So I don't think it does much for ratings. It doesn't do much for hype if Khabib was going to give Tony a chance. So I say Khabib goes off the radar a little bit, calls out, one of the biggest legends in UFC history, and you go George St. Pierre Khabib. All right. Uh, hey, uh, your top holidays, quick, go. Oh, uh, go ahead and give me number one, Christmas, number two, Thanksgiving, number three, Halloween, number four, the 4th of July, and number five, New Year's Eve. So you like New Year's Eve? Uh, it's five. I mean, I don't mind it. Like The older I get, the more I don't care. Yeah. But, like I remember like I had a lot of good New Year's Eves um, in college and high school. All right. Uh, All good ones. I'll throw one more in there for you. Hit me with uh, it. Dutch Christmas, December 5th, Santa Claus Dach. <laughs> when uh, Santa Claus comes and fills your shoe with goodies and a chocolate letter of your name. Santa Clauska? Santa Claus. S- Santa uh, Nicholas, if you want to. Oh, you no, know, yeah. Well, we do say Nick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my mom. Yeah, yeah. You, you put your shoes out. And then, but yeah. Yeah, Santa Claus. I, I mean, we didn't call it that. Sure. But I got you. Yeah. Dutch Christmas. Did you guys ever do uh, uh, Sweetest Day? No. Oh, it's kind of like a Valentine's Day, but it's like with your family. So you do Sweetest Day. Okay. Tell them that you love them. Interesting. That's very nice. Yeah. (laughs) Brent, you ever do that? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, Sweetest Day. Check it out, everybody. Uh, Good holiday. All right. Well, Halloween, I'm not a big fan of, but I am today. It's the most Halloween I've ever been. Yeah. In the last 20-something years. You're in. You are fully committed, Daniel Day-Lewis. First time I've dressed up since probably middle school. (laughs) 
Did we do this ever? Have we done this in the past? What's that? Whoever? Oh. We haven't done anything, right? We really haven't done any dress-up stuff on television, no. You know one of the reasons you don't dress up on television this time of year? Because you're on television? Well, because you're on television, but also it's ratings. Yeah. So, yeah. like, this usually starts like the We're busy, like too, big football season. Wow, and we know? got, it's usually the Georgia-Florida game. like boost ratings? Like, hey, these guys are having fun. They're dressed up for Halloween. I like these guys. Keep in mind how I much think, time you spent driving around town trying to find beards. In a normal year, you wouldn't have even had that time to go find one. No, I, I'm telling you. Like the seriously, I hit. Well, you hit the final store. Steph hit three stores. <laughs> I hit four stores. Yeah. I shopped at Amazon. She actually, Steph just sent me. She said, "Hey, your beard is or your dreads are coming in later tonight." Oh, that's like, great. So that's so too late. You got a little backup pair. Yeah, we got backup someday. Yeah. Which, by the way, shout out to local people. Should shop local when you get the chance. Yeah. Uh, make believe costume and dancewear. That's a, yeah. Over on beach. Yeah, was, Can't forget about dancewear for the non-Halloween times of the year. But, true. Uh, <laughs> that's that's always my go-to if I need anything Halloween related. And it's a twenty, you know, twelve month a year local store. And I'll cut the check. So that is Good a 12-month-a-year store. Yep. All year. Oh, okay. wow. Like I said, they got dancewear to hold them over in the non. Well, well that's good because like, well, these spirit Halloween and yeah. stuff like that, they pop up and pop in there, and the place is rocking. Yeah. Like, you go in there, it's like, oh, my gosh. Can you define dancewear real quick? What kind of dancewear? Like, well, we, uh, we'll have like that kids on dance Monday. competitions and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll have that on Monday. Oh, yeah, it's that kind of dance. Well, we're the, talking like, I'm just saying there's other kind of dancewear stores out there. Yeah, we're talking dance recitals. Gotcha. Yeah, dance recitals okay. for the hey. kids. I had to throw it yeah. out there. Okay. Very. I wasn't thinking that way, but you're right. Yeah. Well, uh, if, if you're truly embracing my character, you would have thought that way. Well, I, I kind of should have been after I looked at your computer when I was sitting over there. <laughs> <laughs> Got to clear those cookies, man. Yeah, I just let them sit out a couple days. That's how I get the ants. Hey, Trevor Lawrence... COVID-19 mm -hmm. report yesterday obviously comes out. He yep. uh, acknowledges it, confirms it. So does Dabo Swinney. It can't mean that much this weekend. You know, he's not going to lose the Heisman Trophy because of it. They're not going to lose the national championship because of it, I don't think. Yeah. I, I know he's a big part of it. But come on, they're playing Boston College. I think they're still like a 20-something point favorite even, even without uh, Trevor. Yeah. It's obviously the look ahead to next week. There's two things here, in my opinion. One is what kind of jolt does this give college football in the reality? Because we all said this scenario, whether it was in the NFL or it's in college, and now we've seen it twice. Yep. Mertz, the, the Wisconsin quarterback, and they have a uh, uh, a rule that you got to sit out for 21 days. Yeah. So that is hefty. Well, now the whole team called off the game. I Absolutely, mean, yeah. yeah. Not playing. But still, we're talking a 21-day window yeah. here for the QB of the football team who looked really good in the opener. I hope it was worth it, Graham. Hope it was worth it. And then you have Trevor Lawrence, and in the ACC, it's a 10-day thing where you've got a you quarantine. Of course, Big Ten going above and beyond. Yeah. And, yeah, so we wondered if this would impact the college football season, mm -hmm. and here we are. And next week, the other part of this is it could impact the Notre Dame game. And Clemson-Notre Dame, fourth-ranked team in the country, Notre Dame has already been impacted by it earlier this year. So how much does the Trevor Lawrence... The name and the face of college football, getting COVID-19, jolt the sport, give it pause, and could it change the landscape of the national championship picture? Yeah. First of all, obviously, it, it jolts the sport. This is right up there with Cam Newton, right? You remember when Cam Newton got COVID-19, um, how the football world, at least the NFL world, kind of stopped a little bit. 
I feel like Trevor Lawrence brings that exact same cachet, if you will. So, yeah, they should have no problem this week taking care of business. But the Notre Dame game is going to be very telling. Now, keep this in mind. This is why I'm not too stressed out about it and why I think Clemson fans shouldn't be too stressed out either. They seem to obviously like the backup coming in. Um, he's at Clemson, so obviously he's a pretty good he's player. He's the number one recruit. Yeah, so you like him. But even more of a point is, let's say you lose to Notre Dame. Let's say Notre Dame pulls off the upset, if it's even going to be an upset at the time. But let's say it's an upset. Let's say Notre Dame wins. Well, you still have to see them again, I believe, in the ACC championship. Most likely, yes. Right? And by that time, Trevor Lawrence should obviously be back. So then it's kind of a winner-take-all thing. So, well, Notre Dame could win this game coming up here in a couple weeks. That's fine. They still have to earn their right, I feel like, in that ACC championship game. It's really interesting how it feels like it's bigger than it probably is. The other part of this is just from like the landscape of Aren't we by the, oh, my gosh, Trevor Lawrence has COVID-19? Are we by that yet? I mean, Cam Newton, uh, obviously Mertz. We've seen famous people. We've yeah. seen big sports stars. See, I mean, are we by the fact that, whoa, has it lost? And by the way, I'm not saying that's a bad thing that it's whoa. Mm-hmm. It may be, you know, it seems like numbers are jumping up again as yeah. we enter the late fall and winter winter time frame anyway. And so maybe it, it reminds us of it because we've kind of been lost back in our own world. Uh, yeah, we're in mass. We're used to that. Yeah. But we're also like, okay, well, I'm not going to get it. Or, But doesn't so, it kind of do something to you a little bit? It's funny. So when I heard that Trevor Lawrence came down with COVID-19, immediately I'm like, well, the guy wasn't going to parties. Like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is much of a partier. Right? Well, that and, nobody and, like, else has it is kind of an indication that he probably yeah. wasn't. And especially because, like, dude, you go to a party, it's going to get out. Like, you're, you're too yeah. big in the world of college football. Well, shame on know. him for not going to parties if they have them. But, <laughs> I mean, maybe not during this I time. I mean, but you're Trevor Lawrence, right? I mean, gosh, come on, dude. I mean, that's why you're there. <laughs> it's a good point. But here's what I thought, You could have opted out if you're not going to do that. <laughs> Brent Marno being the, 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 I guess, the, the spokesperson for, for wisdom here of how student-athletes should act. I mean, you're like, hey, Trevor Lawrence seems like a nice guy, probably not going to parties. Yeah. Well, he's, he's in the Austin character, by the way. Yeah. Is, is he, uh, That's a good point. Did, did we see the picture where he, he just got engaged, though, right? Yeah. Didn't take the full knee, though. I saw that. You saw that? I told you that. But here's what I thought, though. So Trevor Lawrence got it, right? And let's be honest. We've hyped up Trevor Lawrence to the point where he's like a golden god. Yeah. Right? And he's on a pedestal all his own right now in college football. So, like, once he got it, my immediate first reaction was like, oh, if Trevor Lawrence has it, I've definitely had COVID-19, just didn't know it. Like, that's where I went to. I'm like, dude, if this guy's got it with all the resources and and all the caution and all that stuff, I've definitely had COVID-19. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, It's wild to me that I think they've already tested or the contact tracing and said that nobody else has it on the team. Yeah. Yet, we're, like to your point, where did he get it? You know, uh, was he exposed to it via family, friends, that kind of thing? Um, but it is a little peculiar mm-hmm. in that sense. Uh, one other note on that topic: uh, Did you see the L.A. Chargers offensive lineman? No, uh, has uh, got tested positive. And so, if you're like a if you're a Jags player, coming off that game, yeah. Does it kind of make you a little antsy, makes you a little nervous? I wonder. Now, keep in mind, the bye week, they have to test. Mm-hmm. So they're going in there every day and testing anyway. So they get that reassurance if they have. But I would think it would make you a little bit, hey, we just played that team, just played, especially if you're an interior defensive lineman. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. you have to think that comes into play. Oh, who are you telling? Like, I understand, you know, I mean, 
I, I'm not listen. I'm not a scientist. Number one, we've been over this before. But like, I just gotta feel like if I'm tackling somebody, if I'm in the trenches with somebody like that, like you're you're sharing a lot of things, man. You're sharing sweat. Um, you know, you just yeah. I, let's just say I'd be nervous. I'd definitely be nervous. Yeah, it'd be it, what's going to be interesting to see if anybody contracts it. Yes, of course. And they're testing. So keep an eye on that over the next few days to a week. Um, although again, the reminder, they are testing on a daily basis, even in the bye week, they're not getting away. So, uh, it, from a contact tracing standpoint, uh, if something does go awry for the Jags, you trace it probably back to that Sunday game against the Chargers. What do you think was the bigger headline, Saban or Trevor Lawrence getting COVID? Obviously, Saban didn't, I guess, have it, but when he was, yeah, that's a good point of having I, it. That's a great, great question. I really feel like, I feel like the Saban one was bigger. Hmm. And the reason being is it was like Wednesday of the week of the Georgia game. So there's this huge game. In reality, it's probably not bigger. It's it's the face of football from a player standpoint right now in the collegiate level is Trevor Lawrence. And that game looms. And now you start to, you know, what we're all doing is we all have these conspiracy theories. All right. Did he told uh, the report came out on Thursday, but now they're backing up and saying he got it Wednesday because he needs 10 days and then he could play. Yeah. So there's that element to this. But I really felt like Saban was Saban feels like that untouchable figure. Right. He's like this this guy that nothing goes wrong and he's invincible and and so to even go through that for 72 hours, and there were some obviously conspiracy theorists in that. What tests? Negative? Should he be on the sideline on Saturday? Which he was. Which, yeah. by the way, that story I thought disappeared pretty quickly. And probably because it was a false positive. Yeah. So I think, I think the, I, because that was the first one, and because it was the game week of Georgia, in my opinion, that had a little bit more woe. You know, to it because I thought it could impact a really big football game in the SEC. I don't really feel like Trevor Lawrence being out Saturday impacts the football game. Uh, now, we may talk about it for the next 10 days because it could impact a really big football game next Saturday. And so that will be a different uh, level of it. One last question for you. What player in the NFL, if they got it, would impact the NFL the most? Now, I think the obvious answer would be Patrick Mahomes. But I can make an argument and say, well, it was Patrick Mahomes – they still have the team around him to be successful, like in terms of losing games and things like that. Like, yeah, it'll be big news, obviously. But are you that worried about the Chiefs? In my opinion, I wouldn't be. So, like, I, I try to keep that in mind a little bit. What player would you think where if they went out, it would be like, did you hear he's got it? Like, man, do we do something with the season, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a good call. I, I I think you could list a bunch of different quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Um, Kyle Murray. Yeah, there it is. No, I'm yep. just wearing the shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every sure. every every B&B. answer to every question is Kyler Murray. <laughs> every interview throwing Kyler Murray. Uh, you think you know, Russell Wilson? I was thinking Russell Wilson, and then I thought Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but then Jordan Love, you know. Well, because but that would do it, right? Ah, uh, so <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, the most 2020 thing ever, right? Yeah, and, and all that scenario then could Aaron Rodgers playing lights out football, yep. Green Bay playing really well. They draft this guy that sparked him, and now he's out for a couple of weeks, and here comes Jordan Love, and he's we talk about well. that. Yeah. So in terms of the, the headlines and the conversation, I'm not sure you could get one bigger than that. That is that is the one. That's a great point. I didn't even consider that one. That would, that would be the most 2020 thing ever. Like Aaron Rodgers playing on MVP level, goes out with COVID-19, Jordan Love comes in, balls out, and now it's like, well, Aaron, 
Thanks for your time. Trade we'll him to you. Jacksonville. Trade him to Jacksonville. Would you take you take Aaron Rodgers all day? Oh, oh gosh. Could you imagine? Heck yeah. Oh, we'll be discount double checking everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sign him up for the show. Yeah. We got belts too, Aaron. Yeah. Go to the pickle a little bit. <laughs> hey, uh, Weber, before we get out of here, before you get out of here, you've done a fantastic job all week. Let's get a little high school football yeah. in tonight. We got a big uh week, a beautiful fall evening, and the high school playoffs now loom. Start next week, obviously. Full go two weeks from tonight. Uh, give us an idea of what we uh, have ahead tonight. We'll have it on the Blitz Scoreboard Show, of course, presented by Honda of the Avenues. Yeah, we got the uh, select select playoff games because everyone's in the playoffs this year. So it kind of moved it up a couple extra weeks to where you had to get everybody in there. So you got some preliminary games. That starts next week. So uh, this week we got some rivalries out there. I think the thing that I'm keeping the eye on the most is uh, undefeated teams. Can they stay undefeated? You know, that's one of the cool things we like to see is can you run the table? And that's the the subject of our game of the week tonight with Clay High School, the Blue Devils, playing host to, a, you know, a Ridgeview team that has surprised a lot of people by going 6-1. and one. And, yeah. and shout out to the Panthers for having a great year against very similar opponents to Clay. And that was one of the things I took into consideration when I picked this as our game of the week is, you know, is that schedule kind of padded or did it come against, you know, some teams – you know, that Clay had also played. So uh, similar opponents throughout the course of the year, and we'll see how those two stack up tonight down in Green Cove Springs. Marcel Robinson, of course, going to be on the case for that one. But we got a few other good games as well all around the area. Sandalwood at Bartram Trail is going to be an interesting one. Sandalwood obviously always has the talent, and Bartram Trail, you know, that machine's rolling. <laughs> it always is. The, the two-quarterback system, of course, uh, has been good this year, and, and certainly they will... They will play against the Sandalwood team that's going to get after those quarterbacks and will be kind of interesting as well. I'm interested to see, curious to see. I think Columbia is going to have their coming out party uh, tonight. They're always struggled a bit, yeah. Which is bizarre. Yeah. Lake City, Columbia has been brutal schedule. Brutal schedule. And that's a big part of it. So they're playing uh, a team from uh, North Miami Beach coming all the way up here who's only played one game this year. And I'm sure it was just kind of trying to find somebody to schedule. And so they'll get Lake City, Columbia, and and Columbia needs to, you know, get it going quick because, like we said, the playoffs get going here pretty quick. So I'm still really intrigued by how the regular season impacts the postseason Not this year. Because, well, I understand, but the coach <laughs> but yeah, wouldn't yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, that. No, I know what you, yeah. you don't care about sure. it. You don't say, I mean, I care about it, but you don't. It, of course, from a statistics and standings, it doesn't. But from a coaching perspective, it probably does. Yeah. Do you have your team playing at a good level? Sure. Have you already peaked? How are mm-hmm. you healthy-wise? You know, the look at Ponte Vedra. They were they had given up like 20 points. They're playing really good football, and they had a tall task ahead anyway. But then they lose their quarterback, Jacoby Myers, out for the year. I think it was broken fibula or tibia or something like that. And they lose their coach, like all that within like a week's time. And I'm not saying their season's been derailed, but it certainly shifted. And so I think that's if you're a coach, right? And meanwhile, you're like Mandarin. You come off a big win last week, yeah. right? So now you get a chance to build some momentum for Bobby Ramsey. That's we don't know the answers to the questions. Correct. I'm just saying yeah. I think that's the fascinating part of this year. When you know you're in the postseason, one, you want to stay healthy to, now that you're closer to the postseason. You want to get healthy. But also, like, what's your mentality of your team when they already know that their biggest game is three weeks ahead, not tonight? Yeah, you mentioned you know? Ponte Vedra. They, they've got a trip to St. Augustine tonight, so that's going to be another challenge for the Sharks and another good rivalry in, in St. John's County. That'll be fun to watch. Mandarin's got Ed White. Uh, an Ed White team with a really good running back and Jason Patterson. So 
Uh, we'll see what Mandarin's able to do against them. And yeah, we we got some good games all over the area. We're gonna you know make the rounds, and we'll have the Friday Night Blitz tonight, ten thirty on Fox thirty, back on TV this week with the World Series gone. And, of course, we've got the, the Blitz Scoreboard Show coming up at 9. Yeah, Blitz Scoreboard Show will take you live to some of the games in the ends. We've had tremendous success with this. We've seen some fantastic finishes live right here on ESPN 690 on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. So make sure you jump in. If you haven't checked it out yet, between 9 and 10 o'clock, it, we're having a blast with it. But I'm telling you, if you like high school football, you're going to see the end of some really good games. And hopefully tonight, Ridgeview Clay is a good game. Marcel Robinson. Uh, will be there as well. I think this high school football season, I don't know if it's something in for me that I didn't know if we would have it, but I really feel like I love doing the show at 9 o'clock along with the Blitz, but I really feel like we've had some unbelievable games. Like week in, week out, we have great games, and that might be a part of people knowing that, hey, your schedule didn't really matter that much, so let's schedule whatever we had and things were thrown together, but yeah. we're getting some fantastic matchups and quality of football is really good. They it, you know, you could wonder if it was going to be off a little bit given the situation of this year, and I don't really think it has been. So, been a heck of a year, and we finally got the weather now. Oh, I mean, yeah. the weather tonight's going to be awesome. It's football weather, make no mistake about it. It is in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, we have the Blitz Scoreboard Show coming up tonight, brought to you by Honda of the Avenues. We'll also have our Game of the Week and our Athlete of the Week. You can vote on ESPN690.com until like 6 o'clock tonight, so make sure you go do that. Uh, we'll be back on ESPN690. Seward Weber heading out for the Friday Night Blitz. Nice work. Worked by Weber all week here in studio, uh, not just playing coups in costume, but uh, producing up the show as well. Heck of a job, Stuart. Heck of a job. Austin Lane. Are we on right now or not? Like our screen? I guess we're good. Brent Martino. Yeah, you got to okay. go all the way. Yeah, we're back. Thanks for your concern. You're welcome. Uh. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We are back in full costume. Oh, oh, hang on. Not quite. Put your hat on, man. Give me a headache. Did you think you got a headache? <laughs> My goodness. I'm eating whatever this is on this beard. It's up my nose. Stay committed to the character, Brent. It's itchy. Yeah. Hurting my ears. Took me forever to find. Yeah. Cost me a fortune to be like you. Yeah. Like I said, it costs a lot to look like you don't care. I mean, to be honest, we had a team of people to make me look like you. Steph, Weber, Olivia, yeah. and me. Yeah. That's more that work on our, our TV shows. Yeah. yeah. That's a hell of a lot more works on this damn radio hey, you know, show. You know what? I take that as a compliment. And for me, simply just clothes that I've received, they were in the Goodwill bin. And Cody was like, should we take this to Goodwill? I'm like, no, no, hey, babe, slow it down. <laughs> slow it down. We got Halloween coming up. Brett Martineau, I need those clothes. By the way, like you, you can you can pull it off, though. You yeah. Three-quarter zip's okay. Yeah. little hat. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Sandals. Good little casual look for you. I mean, it's good. Look. You know what? You know what? A good look at right well, here. What's that? What's that? This Careful be now. A good look at an outdoor fireplace. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> That's what I'm rocking right now. Yeah. That's what I'm. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, put your feet up, Brent. <laughs> I can't, I can't yeah, yeah. It's hard, right? It's hard. That's why I got this thing right here. Yeah, man. Just casual. 
Casual. The best part about the socks that you wear, these are your, you had them on. Those, those are my exact replicas, I guess we'll call them, yesterday. Yeah, you yeah. had them on yesterday. But the best yesterday. part is this whole sunshine and rainbows thing. Yeah, yeah. That you have rainbow socks, and yeah, I yeah. got to wear them today just to be <laughs> you. So when you went in the van store, I mean, were you greeted? Or were they kind of like, <laughs> like the record skip? It's I, like, what's this dude doing in here? No, I brought the beard in. If you, you did not bring the beard in the yeah, band shop. You did not bring the beard in the band shop. Because <laughs> I wanted the Austin Lane yeah, discount. I, oh, yeah. You know, I get those. <laughs> but I've been there, what, once in 10 years to get a pair of shoes? I didn't even know the vans. They had vans in the town center. Town center, I yeah. Because like, Kaylee bought them down at the outlet in St. Augustine. Yep. They have one of the avenues mall as well. And they do have one of the avenues, too. Yeah, man. So I was like... Uh, you know what else is interesting? I thought the vans would be more expensive than they are. Oh, no, they're giving them away. F- like, what, 54 bucks? Yeah, giving them away. I'm not no, sure I mean, they're giving well, them away. 54 bucks for a pair of shoes. I mean, I spent about 18 bucks on my sneakers. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, but, yeah, so that they, we had that going. So this outfit, I mean, are you going to write this outfit off here? Heck, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Can I do it's that? Pricey. Why it's, not? It's for the show? It should be able to. It's for the ratings. I bet I spent... You know what the crazy? Here's the crazy spent, right? Because yeah. if you if you missed the beginning of the show, we kind of went through it. Yeah. We went all these stores. I mean, this is like a seven store shopping spree, right? And yeah. four different people. Yeah. And this is what we call. I mean, it's not Tattoos. that good. Like it's not bad. It's good. But it's not that good. No, listen. I mean, come on. It's good, man. I still like Olivia and the tattoos. Is impressive. Yeah, yeah, I think. yeah. I mean, yeah. this is a one take draw. Yeah. I mean, look at me showing off the guns. Yep. Big boy, doing big boy things in a big boy world. Yep. Got a, got a hold your own over there, you know. Got hold the your B tray, not the A tray. Yeah, yeah. Hold your own. And so, I mean, I'm killing the tattoos. Yeah. I might get one. Well, listen, a lot of people were affected by this job here because I think Olivia just told me that she was looking at my tattoos and people were kind of looking at her a little yeah. funny in the office. Obviously, Stuart had to go out and do his thing with the beard. So, a lot of people put some time and effort into this thing. But here's the best thing, okay? Like, Steph. The shirt wolf. Steph's getting mad at me, like, the whole time. She's like... Oh, are you really spending that much? Are you doing that? Are you? What are you doing? Like you're ripping up this shirt and then, and uh, I was originally gonna go with just the rip the the sweatshirt, right? Because we want our own ESPN brand anyway. Yes, least, we do. Right? Yes, we do. Yes. And I, I kind of feel like you know you and Bill Belichick are closer alike than I thought. We are. We are same Is style. Is this about where you cut them off? Oh, see, actually, you go all the way I go up, up there. Yeah, I go up there. I go yeah. up there for for full shoulder mobility. That's you should good. not bring your pitcher. Come on, sure. you're, you're not a pitcher, but you play baseball. Yeah, full yeah. shoulder mobility. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um. And by the way, the, the Kyler. So when I came in, the beard was covering the shirt, right? Yeah. So I couldn't tell what you're rocking. My mic probably is too. And yeah, and then all of a sudden I see like what is ah, and that's all the Kyler Murray. I'm like, man, you went above and beyond. I had to go get Kyler. So I was yeah. just gonna go sweatshirt, and then yeah. I had to go Kyler Murray. But the greatest story about the Kyler Murray thing is I order it Tuesday night and i'm like oh good i got it and i'm looking around I'm like i can't find anything that says kyle murray everything's got murray on the back yeah right yeah well, i didn't want the that. front of course the so camera. i finally get this and i'm like holy cow it's like 17 bucks it's on sale this is awesome which is crazy to me it's on sale yeah. of anything so check those prices so it's up. like 17 16.98 or something right yeah yeah and so then i put up like hey, i won't be in until four to seven days well so then i gotta go express shipping <laughs> So express shipping. I think an extra ten bucks. No, it was eighteen. It costs more than the shirt. Dude, how much did this cost to set you back? Yeah, so eighteen dollars to ship the damn Kyler Murray shirt. <laughs> and then on top of that, I get the Kyler Murray shirt last night, and it's a youth extra large. Oh man. And so now I'm stretching this sucker out yeah, you for are. the last day. Yeah, you are. And wow. I paid thirty four dollars for it, eighteen of it in shipping. Let me ask and you this I don't one. Even like the guy. Let me ask this one question. Based on how you're feeling right now, I'm not just talking about the costume and you're sweating. I get that point, but I'm just talking about the energy. 
um, and getting lost in the character, was it worth it? Yeah, it actually was. It was worth it, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm telling you, man, maybe one day when you're retired, you know, and you got a couple backyard fireplaces, you don't have to worry about being on time anywhere. Maybe this is who you become. This be- <laughs> maybe yeah. this is who you are. Yeah. A little over the top with the beard. Well, have to be, we've thought about cutting it, but yeah. look at this thing. It's how do you cut this? And I'm going to be honest, and we can go back and watch it. And I the, said this earlier. The beard is the hardest find. Well, and we, we spent four days looking for a beard. We can go back and watch them the very first segment. But, like, usually I make eye contact with you. We go back and forth. You know, it's like we're casual at a bar. I could not look at you without cracking, like, without laughing. Like, I had to look down the whole time. So then I feel awkward. I'm looking down at the keyboard, and I just know you're talking. I could not look at you with that beard in that face. Goose, uh, how you doing, man? Welcome to the welcome to the party. Yeah, thanks. yeah. Friends look like friends look like someone that just uh, Robin Williams that just jumped out of the Jumanji board. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> That's you doing exactly. Yeah. What year is it? I that could be a new meme. Maybe we should take a picture and say, "What year is it?" Want to do that? Yeah, might have to. All right. Okay. Goose, uh, what's up, man? Nothing. Just just hanging out, you know. A little double duty. Running around, yeah. Hey, but are oh, you good. with me tonight on the Blitz Scoreboard Show? I think so. I'm planning on Hope it. So, Coos, by the way, thank you and your lovely fiance for providing me with my Brett Martineau costume today. Because the whole players. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah no problem. Three, yeah, I was yeah. Like, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys really came through for me. So you had to shave the beard if you wanted to get. Hey, wasn't that committed? No. Can't put a price on this, man. You know, Do they have like you know how they have like bald caps. Do they have like beard caps that you can put call. on? Like. I don't think so. That's almost impossible, isn't it? I would think. For uh, eating and stuff? I yeah, didn't see I it. Listen, so. I went to a hell of a lot of Halloween stores, <laughs> and I didn't see it. Uh, the commitment, You man. know the only thing I didn't get, and I thought about getting it, and then I forgot, and I was a little mad about it. I remembered it uh, Height? too late. Height? Nope. Oh. No, I wasn't going to get stilts. Um, I was going to get beard conditioner. Oh, <laughs> You should have went to go see Dylan at Target. He would hook you up. Yeah, I yeah. just forgot to get it. <laughs> and I need some beard conditioning. Just to be cocky about it. Yeah, you should have. All right. Hey, uh, scariest guys in the NFL to game plan for. Yep. That's a thing. It is a thing. To finish off our Halloween theme. I, I had to do it a couple times. Uh, what do you got? Uh, like against guys that I played against? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, guys that I played against, like the guy that sticks out to me a lot was Mike Vick. Because, like, you literally... You had to have a full day of just talking about where the guy scrambles. Like, we had one practice just dedicated to, like, his pass of scrambling. So, like, that was an inconvenience, obviously. So, Mike Vick was scary just obviously because he was the, the really the first dual threat. I mean, there's other dual threat guys, but he was, like, the first true, true dual threat guy out there. So, I'm saying Mike Vick was a scary guy to game plan yeah, for. Yeah, Kuz came up with this topic, uh, which we Genius, appreciate. I mean, he's way. been out of here all week, and he's still. Yeah, doing some of his best work, not even being here. Uh, the... So here's what I came up with, okay? And I think you tended to agree with my picks. I agree wholeheartedly, yes. Yeah, and I came up with, <laughs> to be the theme of the show, yep. Kyler Murray. Yes. <laughs> yep. It's the only reason I picked it. It's that Kyler Murray ratings bump that we've been talking about, yeah. Kyler Murray, which he probably is difficult to game plan against. Yeah. But are they really that hard to game plan against with this offense? Like, are they that revolutionary with this offense? Have you seen something like, holy cow, look at their – I haven't so, seen that narrative out there. He's quick. Yeah. And he's tough. But from a game plan standpoint, you're like, all right, we got to kind of keep him in a pocket. we got to tackle yeah. him in the open field. But are they doing something that's like, holy crap, we haven't seen that before? So there's a couple of exotic formations that you're going to see. But overall, I agree with you. I think in terms of, like – 
you know, this Kingsbury revolutionary offense. So, yeah, we, we get it. You, you throw short passes and let your receivers make plays. Like, we get that every once in a while. Play action, you go deep to Andy Isabella uh, or Christian Kirk. We got it. Thanks. But I also think that what makes him so scary to game plan for is the arm, right? Like, we talked about last year with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback in his own right, MVP, as he should have been last year. But, like, you always got the sense that you were more worried about his legs than you were with the arm. Right, And I think this year he's trying to prove people, like, listen, I can also pass as well. And let's be honest, we've talked about the Baltimore Ravens offense maybe faltering just a little bit, not to where it was last year, what we called like revolutionary. I think the thing with Kyler Murray is is that, listen, this guy's got an arm. you know, And obviously he's got the legs to back it up as well as a dual-threat guy. But his arm, he can pinpoint it. That one throw to Hopkins where yeah, he's yeah. smiling. I mean, yeah, I get it. He was smiling, and then that's meme-worthy, but it was also a fantastic throw. So I think you have to take into account, too, just the touch, um, the arm strength that Kyler Murray has. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because Lamar Jackson this year isn't really in this category. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought about him, but I'm like, yeah, but I don't feel like it. I don't feel like he is. Not yet. Maybe he hits a new level again, but he hasn't been. My other guy here is Derrick Henry. Yeah. Because, and I don't think this is necessary. This is interesting, right? Because game plan midweek are a couple things. Hey, we got to bottle up Derrick Henry. Hey, we got to stop the run. Okay. Well, everybody says that. So what? You got to stop the run. Get it, right? Everybody says it. But I think the difference here is you have got to have a mentality in this game plan that says, hey, if he's in the open field, we tackle him at his legs. We don't tackle him up high. Corners, safeties, sometimes linebackers, yeah. you know, second-level guys. Don't do it. You're going to be on Sports Center yeah. if you do it. But it's more the game. I don't know if there's a guy in the NFL right now that you have to have your hard hat mentality on to go play against in the league than Derrick Henry. And and, and and he's not even he's not it's not like he's having this unbelievable year. Yeah. It's just that you better bring it. It's not even close. I mean there's Derrick Henry and there's everybody else. Like when you hear the phrase business decisions, they're talking about making a business decision against Derrick Henry. The only two guys that I can compare him to um who I went against was number one was Brandon Jacobs from New York. Now maybe uh, yeah. maybe you no, were there. Yeah. yeah. But like and listen not, I mean, with all this respect to Brandon Jacobs, not even the same realm no. of running back. No, that's a good But count. I'm talking about in terms of size, athleticism, and a little bit of speed, like Brandon Jacobs was that guy. And also Peyton Hillis from the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I uh, think well, of, the Chiefs and the, and the Browns. I'll go all the way back to a guy like Christian Okoye. Sure. You know, the, those kind of guys. But, I'll stop. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. well, people really throw back to, like, Earl Campbell. Of you know what's really interesting? Is this guy here in town? Yeah. Might be building a little bit of a rep like that. You better He'll believe roll it. you over if you're not ready. Runs with bad intentions. Yeah. I like it, man. And that's James Robinson. Well, Last got. one. And you don't think, you think offense, right? Game Correct. plan, offense, offense, offense. Yeah. Well, who's the toughest player in the game right now to maybe game plan for as a whole? It's not even it's close. It's on defense. Yep. Not even close. And this is, they spend more time probably in meeting rooms on the offensive meeting. How are we going to defend number 99, Aaron yeah. Donald? Unanimous decisions got to be Aaron Donald. Listen, and I can sit here and say the explosiveness, the first step, the strength, all that stuff. But do you kind of get the feeling that you look at him and he's unassuming? Like, he's not the biggest guy out there. No. Right? And, like, yeah, you've seen. And he's the, an interior lineman. You've seen the you Instagram photos. Yeah, yeah. And you've seen the Instagram photos. Yeah, and yeah, he's obviously a big dude. But you see, like, Calais Campbell, and it's like, well, yeah, that makes sense. You're a giant, sir. You see Aaron Donald, it's kind of like, well, okay, we'll see. And that was kind of the knock on him coming out of college a little bit. Well, the guy is definitely the scariest guy on the field at all times just because of how explosive, how low, center of gravity, all that good stuff, and probably the best 
Uh, let's just say he is the best defensive lineman right now in the NFL. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think it's always what fascinates me is there are a lot of good players when you make it to this level. Yeah. And when you can stand out in a conversation like this because your skill set is so unique or dominant, to me that facet, that's just to, to be the almost like the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He is, man. It's unbelievable. And those guys fit the bill. Uh, can they carry it on? We'll see. Uh, we'll put a bow on the show on the week and get you set for a Halloween weekend. College football, NFL, all the rest right next on ESPN 690. Hey, what a week here in Jacksonville. Getting ready for the Halloween weekend. Oh. I keep forgetting, sorry. Play character. Play your put, character. Gotta put my hat on. There it is. Where's my baseball at? Was this yours or did you steal it from me? Well, mine's the chewed up one. It might be in the other room. It's all good. We're fine. Brew it at Coos. Yep. We got a weekend uh, college football in the NFL without the Jags, which always feels weird, but uh, you can keep your blood pressure down, people. <laughs> yeah. How do you think uh, the Gators are going to come back and play after this long layoff? Do you think it will hinder, or am I reading too much into potentially that? See, I think you might be reading just a little bit too much because, I mean, listen, their offense, I think, is always going to be a juggernaut, and I think their defense is what it is. Like, I. Yeah, let's be honest. Could their defense get any worse than it was against Texas A&M? No. So maybe some time off gives, does, does them a little good, right? Like it couldn't be much worse. Now we say that because we said that last year, right? Could the Jaguars' defense any defense be any worse than last year? Well, so certainly not top sixteen. Yeah, not top sixteen. So you could regress a little bit, but I think the time off, like I always say, Brent, fresh legs, fresh legs. I think it's going to help the Florida Gators. Uh, Florida State Seminoles are off. Georgia gets Kentucky. Ohio State, Penn State, the big game. Uh, Justin Fields is something to watch, right? I mean, yeah. you have. I am now watching Ohio State differently. I'm watching Justin Fields more. I, I didn't really put Justin Fields in play too much for the Jags last year. Mm-hmm. Now I'm now I'm starting to look at it. Now I'm starting to do my homework. I've seen enough of Trevor Lawrence. I kind of know a little bit more about him. I need a little microscope on Justin Fields, and uh, I've got it out every Saturday now. As you should. You know, I mean, listen, usually the way this whole quarterback competition works in college is, like, some guys start to emerge. Like, Zach Wilson is making a name for himself at BYU. But usually the way this whole thing shakes out is we know Trevor Lawrence is the bona fide number one pick. I mean, if he's not, then something crazy must have happened. And I think we can all agree right now that Justin Fields is number two. So with that being said, well, we'll see how the Jets do. But if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars right now and you're a Jaguars fan, you got to keep a keen eye on Justin Fields because, let's be honest, he's probably the second-best quarterback um, out of this up-and-coming draft class. Trade deadline's coming up on Tuesday. There's a report just out, I think, by Albert Breer or Sports Illustrated. said the New England Patriots basically are like, hey, anybody's available. Stephon Gilmore, player of the year last year on yeah. defense. And that's been rumored, but now they're saying anybody. Are there any Patriots that really would get you excited where you'd say, hey, I'm going to go invest in that guy, I'll trade for that guy? Remember, if the Jags want to start thinking ahead to yeah. add pieces and they don't have to wait till free agency, they've got plenty of draft capital, go get a guy. Quinn and Williams, we talked about earlier this week. Sure. Is there anybody on the Patriots that does anything outside of Gilmore? And does Gilmore do enough at this stage of his career? Are his best years already biased, so therefore you're going to buy high and yeah. not get the results. I mean, let's, let's let's be honest though, Brent. You don't get Player of the Year and have some of your best years go by you, right? He was Player of the Year last year, yeah. last year on defense, so he still has a lot to offer. I feel like, but as far as guys I'd be interested in, 
let's be honest, it's kind of the same story with the Patriots. They're they're a system team. They play the system very well. But on other teams, do they do as well? Probably not. So there's not a lot of guys here that would be like, oh, let's go after him. Let's go after him. I mean, I think Julian Edelman's obviously on the back nine of his career. Yeah. Nikhil Harry, they're not going to trade him. He's young. Um, I would think it would have to come on the defensive side of the ball as a piece, as an experienced, yeah. uh, fundamental guy. I mean, uh, I'll tell you what I like just from a personality standpoint, Bo Allen um, from Philadelphia, now in New England. He played at Tampa Bay as well. Uh, just a kind of a different cat. We've got the same agent, so I okay. know him personally, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, somebody's going to tell me when I ask that question, Bill Belichick. Well, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd, that'd be great, yeah. All right, uh, we're out of here. Uh, for Austin Lane and Austin Lane. Happy Halloween, Yeah, Austin. happy Halloween. <laughs> Go Kyle Murray this Go weekend. Go Kyle Murray. Well, he's, he's got a bye week, Brent. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Time to burn the shirt. <laughs> Coos, thanks for jumping back in, man. Have a good weekend. We'll see you on the Blitz Scoreboard Show tonight, 9 o'clock, right here on ESPN 690. Of course, Friday Night Blitz as well. Have a good one, everybody. Enjoy the holiday weekend. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.